There are layers and layers of barriers between your resume and a hiring manager, recruiter, or any gatekeeper. Large companies can receive up to 2,000 resumes per open position, with the average sitting at 250 applications per open position right now. Only three or four of those candidates will be interviewed face-to-face -face by video or in person. That's a 98.4% drop-off rate, okay? Importantly, your resume will follow you throughout the entire hiring process. It will be one of the first things an employer sees about you and the very last thing they pass around the hiring committee table after your site visit when deciding whether or not to extend you the offer. For this reason, a good resume is not enough to get you hired, but a bad resume can keep you from getting hired. In fact, a bad resume can sabotage your job search at multiple points in the hiring funnel. Even if your resume gets into the hands of a hiring manager and you are contacted for a phone screen, most of the questions you will be asked on that initial call will stem from your resume. For example, you mentioned XYZ on your resume. Can you tell me a little bit more about this? Or why did you spend this much time at ABC Institution? You received this number of DEF result? How? If you wrote your resume correctly, you will be prepared for every question the employer asks. That's right. You can use your resume to play a game of inception with employers by putting content in your resume that makes them ask for clarification on, point, on points you're ready to back up strongly. The same is true of video interviews and in-person interviews. Employers will go back to your resume during these stages of the hiring funnel. Your resume will be passed around the hiring committee table after every interview is over. It will be the last touch point employers have with you prior to deciding whether or not to give you a job offer. Think about it. Not everyone who is on the hiring committee will meet you. Instead, they will have to rely on word of mouth from those who have met you and from what they read about you on your resume. One of the reasons your resume is so important is because of how easily it's passed on. So regardless of how powerful LinkedIn has become in the world of talent acquisition, the resume will never die. This is because a resume is short and succinct. It can easily be printed and passed hand-to-hand -hand between people on the hiring committee very quickly. Far too many PhDs are really good at coming up with all kinds of reasons why they are unqualified for the position at hand, both on paper and in their own heads. This kind of imposter syndrome, coupled with analysis paralysis, results in terribly written resumes. A terribly written resume that's passed around about you right before a decision to hire you. Not a good thing. Ultimately, your resume is subjective leverage that you control, though. It's not objective. It's not a peer-reviewed timeline of your work. It's a persuasive marketing document. And you should build the strongest case possible for why you're the best fit for the position on this document. Start seeing your resume as a persuasive marketing document. Start using it to convince the employers to hire, hire you and realize it's going to be used all the way through the hiring process. This takes us to the end of today's transition report. Remember your value as a PhD and start thinking and acting like a successful industry professional.